Thanks. Whoever that was. Appreciate it. Thank you, Melody. I love you too. Didn't pay her anything. We'll pay her later. Ice cream for ice cream for supper. Hello everyone. Um, so I, I'm just going to do a little slot where I talk a little bit for a moment about uh, staffing changes at Rev, just to make some announcements, you know, what's going on, um, and do a bit of praying. Before I do that, I want to just say we believe in the body of Christ. Yes. Amen? Yeah. Right, and uh, <laughs> the, last thing, the last thing we ever wanted to become, let me just say this really kind of earnestly, seriously, uh, the last thing we ever want to become is... Uh, some sort of organisation with a mass of people who passively attend some meetings. Great. Uh, you know, and um, come in and uh, watch a few, in quotes, experts do some things and then go home again. That would be an absolute tragedy. That is not the church. The church is the body of Christ, which means that the Holy Spirit has uh, ordered it and gifted people according to His will, whereby among uh, we are the body of Christ. So. Um, we never want to get into that kind of philosophy of overstaffing. It's the last thing we want to do. And we want to make sure that every, every staffing appointment we make is for, the, is for the equipping of the saints and for the releasing of the body of Christ to do the stuff. Amen? So it's just really important that you understand that. Otherwise, something can happen in, in your mind where you can um, accidentally go a bit passive. Oh, you know, those guys have got it. We haven't got it. <laughs> We've only got it together. Um, so we, we've got to organise and we've got to um, release certain people with certain gifts to help us as a body grow into all that God wants us to be. It's important that we do that, but it's, it's so that the body grows. You all understand that, but it's, it's one of those things you can't say enough. Um, amen? amen? Amen. Okay, so our first announcement is our dear Malcolm Kite. Malcolm, give us a wave. Malcolm, and so Malcolm has now moved moved sideways. Uh, he, he, was, he was working for us as our office manager three days a week. Malcolm is now a full time pastoral coordinator. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. So uh, for a long time, we really wanted to um, increasingly strengthen our pastoral infrastructure so that church like ours with a big front door, lots of new people coming in and coming through and passing through, that, that, that we do our best, that no one kind of um, leaves the, through the back door because of our negligence. God sends people on, God moves people on, but those who, who because we didn't have the right things in place, people get fall through the gaps. We don't, we don't want that. Now we've got decades of experience um, pastorally, leading churches, um, in fact centuries I think. I was being earnest and people started laughing, so I took it to the next level. Um, we're all into our view, mate. We really are. And, and so Matt will be giving, uh, he's just getting used to that role, but he'll be giving thoughts to what it looks like to set up in a very robust way, so that with all of the lengthening that we're constantly doing, there's strengthening that's happening, which is ever so important. So that's what Matt will be doing. We're going to pray for Malcolm. In just a moment, and now we can unveil our mysterious new office manager. Yeah. None of you guessed. <laughs> Andy Crawley, give us a give us a stand up. Yeah. Um, the gift of administration is a very, very important spiritual gift. Um, the, the, the Greek word we 
Marines pilot or helmsman. It's basically the one who says, okay, well, if that's where we want to go, this is how we're going to have to get this. It's that gift to be able to plot the course. And he's got a wonderful spiritual gift of administration. And we honour him. We really want to see him. I mean, it's, it, you know, he's already bringing all kinds of great things into the mix. And um, uh, Andy's been released full time to do that. And it's, I just feel like what, what, what it will do, it will, it will enable us to be able to steward well the growth that God gives us. Uh, and function well. When you don't function well administratively, people don't get loved well. When, you, when your systems are out, or they're broken, or they're, they're, they're not strong enough for, for what God is doing, people get overlooked, and things, people don't get served as well as they ought to. So it's, it, it's not just this kind of thing over there. That it's, it's kingdom. There's a reason why um, you know, the New Testament talks about the spiritual gift of administration. It's a spiritual thing. And God is ordered. God is administrative. And so we honour that among us and we're really happy to have you with us in that role, Andy, and uh, you better do a good job. So, uh, 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 just kidding. Well, not really, but. Uh, we'll pray for you in a minute as well, man. Next announcement. More stuff, stuff everywhere. Um, as a church, we've been, we have been kind of legally, financially responsible for relational mission training for a few months now. So the three main courses um, that, that we run, Shepherd, the uh, eldership training course, Lead, the course that many of us uh, have done at, at Rev, uh, the, the, the two-year leadership training course, and, and, and very recent ID, which is the year-out course, the one that Coming Days is doing in France, that has now come in. And so now we are, our trustees are, are now legally responsible for the relational mission training. We are responsible financially, legally for it. It's a wonderful privilege to have, and we've got a great team of trustees who are helping us to do that. Why don't our trustees just stand up? So you can see who you are, and let's just clap you and bless you. From, from September, we've employed Sarah to um, what? We've employed Sarah to uh, to give a day and a half a week to ID. And so, is Sarah here? Yeah. Sarah gives away. Yay! So Sarah's been Sarah's been serving um, ID voluntarily for a couple of years now, um, but now we're, we're able to employ her to do that, which is really, really great, and um, she's a wonderful help. Um, to man in very, very many different ways, from administrative to pastoral, and she does an absolutely brilliant job with that. And uh, we want to honour that and celebrate and celebrate that. Um, also, many of you will be familiar with Anise Green. I don't know whether Anise, you can see Anise on the far left there. I don't know whether, can we sort of, is there any sort of zooming in? <laughs> Some of you might not know Anise because, um, you know, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave the zooming in to happen if it can happen. But um, Anise, Tim and Anise, and then their children, Esther, Eli, and Jemima, have been felt called by God, I think it was about three and a half years ago, somewhere, to come to London. I mean, it has been a battle. Um, if you're here, well done. If you're, if you're, if you're streaming, well done. 
and I just want to you know, big up you guys. Amazing it looks like they could they could be moving in this October half term. So yeah, it's very exciting. Things are starting to move, and it looks like there's a way through. And Nice uh, works for Relational Mission as again as, as an administrator part of the management team, um, and also James Taylor and, and Mark Andrews, and they've been a lot of support to us um, apostolically. So it's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant help. And Nice will be also based with us in the office, um, in the Rev office here in London when they move down. So the, it's exciting times, lots of new things um, are happening. So I would love us, to, I'm going to end this section by just um, asking that we might be able to pray for Malcolm, Andy and Sarah. And so I think uh, what we're going to do is, um, do you guys can stand up where you are. And if you if you if, if you can just you know everyone doesn't have to move but just let them feel let them feel hands on them let them feel nearness <laughs> support love. Lord, we want to express our gratitude to you for these dear brothers and sisters. Yeah. Lord God, we are grateful, Lord, uh, that we've been able to release their time so that they can use the gifts you've given them to serve your purposes. Serve your people. Thank you so much. Yeah, we honor you, you yeah. for them. We bless you for them and we pray for them that they would find great joy and great fruitfulness as they yeah. serve you, Lord. It would be massively fulfilling. I pray, Lord, that they would um, they would um, take, that there will be ground taken with you in, in, in ways that they wouldn't even at this stage be able to imagine. We pray, Lord, for constant uh, infilling of the Holy Spirit. We pray, Lord, lead us, lead us into the new territories, Lord, that we know you put in our hearts and that we long for. We pray your protection over them. We ask for provision for Mount Camp. We pray in the name of Jesus and agree together that there will be movement on their house, that they will be able to relocate here as soon as possible. We agree that together in your presence in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said, blessings to be released on earth and be released in heaven. So, Lord, let me just say in the authority of name of Jesus Christ, whatever is blocking that up now, let it be released in yeah. Jesus' name. We agree together to let it be released, let it be shifted and moved. We pray for a very quick house sale and purchase over here in Amen. central London. We ask for this in the mighty name of Jesus. Have you all said? Amen. Amen. Please take your seats. Just want to say one quick thing before I hand over to Rich, and, and that is that... Um, for years, we've, for years we've prayed that for these kinds of gifts to be um, based here locally. And the reason is, is that it's a little bit like, it's like a beating heart. We're doing a lot, we're planting a lot, we're involved stretching and reaching out a lot. It's so important, therefore, that, that the beating heart that does that is strong. And so it's, I think it's a really, really helpful image that, that's been brought to me, where it's, it's really helped me understand. Because I... You know what, I'm always thinking about, okay, on the stretch, what's next? And that's a wonderful pioneering thing. It's a great thing to have. But it needs to be coupled with that strength of heart at the centre, beating. And that's what is, that is what is being built here. It's not just so that we can become a fat cat. It's so that our, our heart can have the strength to, to keep strong where we are, making disciples, raising people up, so they can fulfil what God has put in them. Amen? Amen. 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 Thank you, Steph. Um, so I, I, I now have 
to introduce our trustees, but I feel like Steph's going to oh, start sorry. with that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit in silence for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, as the trustees stood up, uh, you may have noticed a few new faces um, to the trustee team, um, which is great. Um, and so I'd just like to just start um, really by thanking um, one trustee who has stepped down and one ex-trustee who has stepped down. That is Gordon Unting. Oh. <laughs> March, 
Um, and so if we could click to the first slide. The numbers are a little bit small if you're at the back there. Um, but essentially, I'll give you the headlines. Um, you can go into lots more detail if you want to come and speak to myself, Rebecca, um, and we're more than happy to chat all the numbers through and everything. Um, so for 2018-2019, um, our budget was set at 348,000, um, and we spent 343,000. Yes, we were at 99% of our budget, which in accounting terms is pretty good. It's <laughs> kind of spot on. Um, I'm not sure it was necessarily planned quite that efficiently, um, but um, <laughs> um, so then what were we able to do um, with uh, that throughout that year? So 2018 through to 2019. So if we click over to the next slide. Oh, there it is. Uh, hold on a minute, I feel like we missed a slide. There we go, there we go. Um, so over that year, um, we were able to, well, all these stats here. So we uh, fed 891 people through our food bank. We gave away over 10,000 kilograms of food. We had 32 new cat clients supported by four cat, cat clients go debt free. 70 plus people came to our cat food bank Christmas meal. And over the page, there it is. Um, <laughs> A little bit slow, um, but we had um, we had 80 plus revs at the Courage Conference. We had 220 people away on the, the family holiday with 11 baptisms. Wow. Um, we had 20 youth at New Day. Um, we had 13 students at the weekend away back in February. 115 people from RM across all of the RM churches to lead. 21 of those um, from Rev, um, and then in November um, of last year we moved to the London Irish Centre. All of that, all of that is made possible through your giving. None of that would have happened had we not stepped up and actually given sacrificially of ourselves and sown into what God's doing. None of that. And so it's incredible to look at the fruit of, what, of what's happening across the, across the church, which is why it's so important that we do strengthen what's happening at home base so that we can push further so that the numbers can increase, so that we can serve the community, so that we can shine the light of Jesus, so that we can bring the gospel um, into more and more and more places. Um, and so looking forward to this year that we're now currently in, um, the budget, uh, if we flick over the page, uh, the budget is a bit small there, um, but the budget is at 422,000, um, which, which if anyone has a memory of more than three minutes will realise that's quite a jump. <laughs> That's an increase of about 21,000 on top of um, the previous budget. Um, uh, that's, uh, that looks around about 74,000 increase um, over the year. There's several reasons uh, for those significant increases. Um, one being the Sunday venue. Um, so where we've moved to the Irish Centre, it is significantly uh, more expensive than at Haverstock. Um, it's been a great move, it's been a wonderful move, and I think God's doing uh, stuff with us at the London Irish Centre. Um, but that's a very real significant cost increase for us. Um, we've also increased staffing-wise, as we just heard about. Um, all of that costs money. Um, and also we've um, moved the office um, away from Chalk Farm Baptist Church, so the food bank still operates out of Chalk Farm. But the office has moved, so we've got an office base now um, at the London Irish Centre. Um, and so all of these uh, things essentially mean an increase in budgetary cost. 
Um, so it is a big jump, um, and we are looking in faith. Um, and I want to, one, thank you for all of your generosity, for your sacrificial giving, um, and for what it has achieved, but also to be thinking about well, what, what, what is next for us. If we're going to make this jump, if we're actually going to step into this and believe God in faith for this, then that's going to require something of us. Um, that's going to require something significant, both from us, but also from the church wider. Um, so within our gospel communities, within our running partners, um, I just want to encourage us to be challenging one another um, on this whole area of giving um, and sowing into what God's doing. Um, if we flick over the page... Oh, there's a pie chart for breakdown for budget. There you go. Um, there you go. I know some of you love that. Um, but um, it, just in real practical ways of giving, um, you can give online, you can give um, in the Sunday pots um, throughout um, the Sunday service and various different things like that. Um, you can get the bank details from the website. You can take them down now if you want. Um, we can do all sorts of things um, to help uh give or increase our giving um, and look to uh, step into that. Um, I would also just say, you know, um, be taking this away with you. Um, I recognize a lot of you in the room will be some of those sacrificial givers, um, but there will be others that are coming into Rev, that are new to Rev, um, and we want to, we want to educate in how to be generous, how to steward um, all that God's blessed them with so that they can grow into maturity and, and take part in, in the full uh, benefit and reward and the pleasure of seeing all that God's doing um, amongst us. Um, and so it just leaves me to just say one thing that I think we haven't really spoken loads about, um, and that's our housing fund. Um, so we have two special offerings a year. Um, half of that goes to church planting, um, and half of that goes to our housing fund. Um, and in our housing fund at the moment, we have about 140,000. Um, we're looking to get to about 180, 200,000. If we can get to that mark, um, then, then actually buying somewhere in North London looks seriously viable. Um, and we can start putting wheels in motion, talking to brokers, that sort of thing. So actually, in real terms, we're actually not that far away. Um, it doesn't take a huge amount when you think about all that God's doing um, and looking at kind of the totals over the last few special offerings and things like that. Um, actually, it looks like this is becoming increasingly reality for us. Um, so I just want to flag that for us just to give us some helpful kind of details of where, where we want to be going with that housing fund um, so that we can purchase a property and asset um, in North London. I think I'm done. Let me pray. I'm going to pray for the finances, um, and then I'm not sure who's next, but I'm going to who's next. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for um, the faith journey that you've taken us on um, with our finances. Um, Lord, thank you that you um, have always been faithful. Lord, you've always led us through. You've always, um, Lord, just supplied everything that we need. Um, and Lord, even when uh, it looked like you wouldn't, Lord, you came through and you did. And Lord, we just say we're so thankful to you for those lessons, Lord, that, that, that we know we're, we're mature enough to be able to step into more of what you have for us. We're mature enough to take steps of faith, believing that as we do that, you will continue to supply all that we need. Lord, trusting you, following after you, Lord, that you just make a way um, and you just raise faith 
Lord, that we can that we can pursue you and you will meet every single need. Lord, we believe that's 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 what you're about, Lord, because you're about establishing a church and redeeming a people for yourself. And so, Lord, we pray, would you shine the light, would you supply uh, abundantly more than we could ask or imagine, Lord, that we might be able to take the gospel um, into more and more and more situations and see more and more lives transformed um, by the power of your gospel in Jesus. Amen. 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 Wonderful. You will have noticed if you're around on Sunday an influx of returning and new students. Yeah. Give us a wave if you're a student. Oh, wonderful. It's so wonderful to have students amongst us, isn't it, church? It's just wonderful. You are here. You're calling this place home. You're helping build the church. Us. Give us a wave if you're not a student. That's me, I'll wave. If you're not a student. We've got a bit of a job. We're going to help look after the students whilst they're here, calling this home, hopefully calling it home long term. And somebody helps us do a bit of that. Sarah helps us out by leading our students' work, looking after our students. Sarah's going to come and talk a little bit about students' work this term. And Shay, Shay? Yeah? Yeah, Shay's going to come talk about a bit of her journey of being a student. And Greg, let's give him a big cheer. Thank you. Lunch. If you haven't and you would like to, 
please speak to me. Um, and we won't inundate you with tens, twenties of students. Uh, you can have two, three. Um, we just want them to get to know you all um, because otherwise it can feel a bit like they get to know the student team um, and one another, but there are loads of excellent people that we want yeah. to know in church. Uh, so that's the 6th and the 27th of October. Um, we've got some socials coming up, of course. Um, and then something that we're trying to do regularly throughout this year is the first Sunday of every month we're having worship evenings and the third Sunday of every month we're having Bible studies um, with all the students together. And that's sort of grown out of uh, our student weekend away that we had last January where we just couldn't stop them singing. <laughs> oh, please! <geez. laughs> that's my first time I'm trying to be like, okay guys, can we, can we stop? Can we stop now? <laughs> Bible study, and that also came out of students being like, oh, oh, we did one Bible study with them, and they're like, cool, we're going to have more of these then, and like, okay, great, <laughs> there just seems to be a real hunger, so you're not going to say no to that, are you? Uh, yeah, so um, please be looking out uh, for students as they're coming in, um, bring them to one of the team, so we have uh, Rose, Bex, Alex, and Dave Prosser um, on the team. So we have a wonderful team. Yeah. So please, if you meet a student, um, bring them to us if they don't already know, um, they're not already linked in. Um, and then a highlight coming up next term is our weekend away, um, at, which is the second year we've done it. Um, and we will have Steph and Davina with us for the weekend. Yeah. Davina's gonna cook for us all weekend. <laughs>
and that we're just seeing more and more growth in our students this year. Amen. Let's be decisive 
and let's let's believe God for a harvest. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So when does it start? We're about. Okay. So if you if you if you invite and you get a yes, please let Gordon and Sally know so they can plan and prepare and get everything in place. Okay. Brilliant. Right. Oh, sorry. It's Susan. We can sort out an electronic invite and get that out. We can do that, can't we? Yep. <laughs> it's as good as done. Any point said yes. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay? Great. Right. Who's next? Malcolm. Malcolm. Good evening. Well, one of the uh, key things I want to try and uh, do is establish uh, some small groups this coming year. We have uh, about 13, well, we have 13 what we call gospel communities, small groups. Uh, if you lead a small group, just wave your hand for a moment. Yeah, quite a few in the room. Well done. Um, uh, but we need a lot more. So you look at Acts chapter 2, the end of Acts chapter 2, there's a wonderful description of the life of the church there. And they met in great big groups in Solomon's, you know, in the temple and the, the courts. Uh, but they also met in homes, and so they had these small communities they met in, um, and every church needs that building block, and we need the building block, so we don't lose people, you know, through the back door, we can build them into the church. Um, we have 13 groups at the moment, and they're all listed on this little piece of paper, uh, there are copies at the back there, on the, there's a table, it's just as you go out, there are copies of these there, so if you haven't seen those, um, there's 13 groups, they're also... Uh, available on Church Suite to look at. Um, if you want to sign up for a group, you're not already in a group, you can look at this piece of paper and see what the, where the groups are. Um, you can sign up through Rev News. There's a little um, link at the bottom which says uh, Gospel Communities. You can just click on that uh, and sign up. But we have um, about 140 or so people in groups, but we have another at least 50 or 60 people that could be in groups but aren't in groups and we don't have enough space so we need more groups. So um, over this next uh, sort of eight, nine, ten months I'm going to try and establish another hopefully about five or six groups ideally um, but if, to do that we need two things. We need first of all hosts, people that live in preferably in the uh, what I'd call the Revelation Church spine, the, going from Camden up to Archway, you know, that sort of northern line, uh, Kentish Town, Tuffman Park, Archway, maybe Chalk Farm, uh, but that, those sort, that sort of central area. Uh, we need people living in that area, preferably, that can host groups and people that feel uh, they could lead a group as well. So if you can do either of those things, do come and see me, speak to me, email me, and say, yeah, I'd be interested. And we'll be running uh, some more GC leader training in February, on the fourth Thursdays in February. Um, so we'll be inviting people to come along to do that uh, early next year. Um, so, yeah, so we need more groups in those that sort of central area. Uh, this year we have started four GCs, so uh, one in Kilburn, uh, yeah, one in Hendon, uh, one in Angel, so we have all, all the extremes covered. That's why we need more in the middle as well. So, okay. um, so all of those groups have got space. So if you live in any of those areas, or you know somebody who does live in those areas, uh, do encourage them to get involved in those GCs because I'm sure they would love to see people joining their groups. 
so that's where we are. We would really love to build more into that core area of the church and uh, establish more groups so that they can retain more people and build the church uh, for the glory of God. So that's where we're going. Amen. All right, all right. Um, so I'm going to talk to us now about the call, or what it was known a few years ago as the Courage Conference. This is the RM Leadership Conference. Put your hand up if you who was at the Courage Conference a few years ago. So this is re- relational missions, so the family of church we're part of. This is their biannual uh, leadership conference. Um, and it's going to be a great time next year. It's going to be just down the road in Houston. So I, I timed it on Tuesday. It took me no, no more than 15 minutes to get here from Houston today. So right in our backyard. And so I'd encourage you, the dates are going to be the 27th of May to the 30th of May. Please put that in your diary. Um, it's going to, booking opens in October. Um, and we wanted everyone who can be there to be there. There is some, some new news that we heard, that, which I got told, which I can share with you, that one of our own is going to be one of the main speakers at, um, uh, at <laughs> yeah, one of our own. And it's not Steph, it's actually going to be Lena Saleh. <laughs> Not just what we're doing in London, but to hear right across the world what God is doing. So I encourage you to book in. Um, and Nice Green, who helps head up the events that we heard about earlier, she coordinates all of the events for RM. And she says that what they're really in need of is people at the moment with kind of creative gifts. And she is kind of she wants us to be able to serve because this is our patch. No, there's no other RM churches currently in London. This is our patch, and she wants us to be able to serve that conference as well as possible. Yeah. And in turn, that means you can get in free to the conference. So if you want to serve and a uh, way of being able to come to the conference, if money's a bit tight, you want to serve your gifts, please come and speak to me. But uh, at the moment, they're really asking for creative gifts, whether you're a designer, whether you're an artist, whether you're a videographer, what, whatever you feel kind of creatively, then particularly after the moment, there'll be more serving areas later on. But that's specifically where they're after. So you can just uh, have a think, come and speak to me, and I can put you in touch with Denise. But I'd encourage everyone in this room can come to this conference. It's going to be a wonderful time. It was a great time to be together. So, yeah, that's me. I'll give you the pro- I'll get the dates properly. We'll confirm them in October the booking. But yeah, that is me on the call. Richard. Um, and I kind of want to call you guys 
into the journey, um, as it were. I think it's easy for us to kind of um, almost observe kind of from a distance and then every so often ask, ask how's Tom? Um, you know, that kind of thing, dip, dip our toe in, if you like. But I think the reality is, if as a church we're going to plant postcode by postcode across North London, then actually it's got to be more than just dipping our toe in. Uh, I think we've kind of got to throw our lot in. Um, and I think that's the reality of where we're at with Tottenham. Um, so I've been with Tottenham now for um, nearly three months, um, and um, it's been great, wonderful getting to know the guys um, in greater depth, building relationships. Um, we've just done a series in Gideon um, throughout September, um, and when you shake it down, really a lot of the guys in the group are, are considering um, just kind of where they see themselves in the future of Tottenham. Um, and so some of them will probably be stepping back over the next season. Um, <clears throat> and it looks like there will be some other people stepping in. And so there's a bit of a kind of transition phase that's going on um, with Tottenham at the moment. Um, what that does mean is um, that, that, that the pressures are real. Um, that relationships are sometimes a bit fragile. People trying to work out, you know, where has God placed me and for how long and why and what are the next steps and all of those sorts of things um, are not easy questions to answer, um, especially when you throw in busy jobs, when you throw in busy families, when you throw in all sorts of other things. Um, then there, it just makes for um, a very, a very uh, difficult uh, space to be able to try and process some of those much bigger macro questions. The reality is you probably don't get a lot of opportunity to ask them. Um, and so kind of that's a part of what I've been doing over the last few months, is kind of asking some of the difficult questions um, and just starting to help people process um, where they're up to with um, the whole Tottenham agenda um, and things like that. So as I say, it looks like a few of the guys that are currently there will probably be uh, stepping back over the next season. Um, and what I'd really like to draw your attention to um, so when I said it takes us not just dipping our toe in, but it takes us kind of throwing ourselves in. Um, on the 17th of October, um, we're going to gather um, and we're going to pray. We're praying for Tottenham. Um, we're going to hear a bit of vision for Tottenham. Um, and I want to invite us all to that. Um, I don't necessarily imagine everybody will be able to get there. But I would say if you feel relationally connected to somebody, um, if you feel um, that Tottenham just feel... God, your heart beats faster for Tottenham um, every time you think of it. Um, but if, if, if you just feel maybe you're even thinking about moving to Tottenham, um, or you just feel a sense of ownership for what God's doing there, then I want to call you to this. Um, the 17th of October, we're going to be gathering um, in Tottenham just to pray um, and just seek God for Tottenham and to really kind of um, put a stake in the ground. Um, I, think, I think this is, this is the critical time. If we're going to win Tottenham, then we've got to fight for it, and now's the time to fight. That's the reality of it. Um, and so I want to call us as a church um, to really own this, um, kind of while we kind of spectate that a few kind of brave pioneers, um, then it's all well and good. But if we aren't willing to kind of get behind and really um, kind of plow our energy and, 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 and lives into this, um, then I'm not sure we're going to postcode plant right across North London. Um, I think this is something that we as a church really have to own. Um, and so I just want to flag that, the 17th of October, um, it's a Thursday evening, so we regularly meet on Thursdays in Tottenham. 
Um, so I just want to flag that for you, 17th October, that'd be at Aisha Miller's house. Um, but yeah, if you really feel a sense of, of, of kind of actually you want to stand with these guys, um, shoulder to shoulder, really um, dig your heels in for Tottenham and really pray and seek the Lord um, for what he's doing in Tottenham, um, then, then I really want to call you to that. And um, that evening is for you. Um, so what I'd love us to do is just finish by praying for Tottenham. So if you want to jump to your feet, um, and then just find small groups of three, just in second, second, one, second, I'm going to give instructions, and then you can go find your three, uh, or else you're all going to disappear, um, or just not listen anyway. Um, but, <laughs> so I want you to pray for three things in your three. Um, I want you to pray for the people um, that are there, people that are already there, that are starting to figure out these next steps and starting to process um, what their involvement with Tottenham looks like. Has it, has it finished? Has it, has it ended? Is it a new season? Is God doing something new? Or, has, or is God giving them a new, fresh vision for Tottenham? Um, second of all, um, I want um, somebody else in the three to pray for new people coming in. Um, so pray for um, laborers to be thrust into the harvest field, um, that we would see people moving, um, we would see people taking decisive action to really own um, the vision for Tottenham and really stake a claim um, in what God's doing there. Um, and then the third person in your three um, can pray for um, this, this, this 17th of October evening where we just gather together, that, that there would just be a sense of God's presence and unity of heart. Um, and, and just a, an adventure in faith in what God's doing. So go, find your three. We are now going to spend some time talking about the nations. Yeah. So some of you will know that um, a few of us have the joy tomorrow of being able to, it feels so bad saying it, go to Malaga. It's really hard. It's going to be really tough. It's 27 degrees. Yeah, just sun. It's going to be rough, mate. Please pray, please pray for us. We're really worried about it. It's a conference called Pioneer, and we're running it. Oh, really? Oh, really? Honest God. Amen. We're running it with New Ground, who's the number one of the New Frontier Spheres. We're running it together. It's about 140, 150 people going who are either pioneering, currently church planting, or really feel stirred and led um, that way. So we're, we'll be there from Wednesday to Saturday. It's very exciting because um, we've, the churches that we are in the process of planting and the people that we are in the process of supporting, um, representatives smaller of those places are going to be flying in. So um, Simon's flying over from Frankfurt to be with us. Kevin and Emma are flying over to Malaga from um, Gdansk in Poland. Ubi and Yael flying over. Um, probably best if I don't say from where uh, at the moment for them. But they'll be flying over uh, to Malaga to join us. with some rivers coming over. Uh, Adam and Joel from Seoul, South Korea coming over. So it's an amazing opportunity because obviously you know that me and others have been doing a fair bit of travelling to go and obviously support and encourage our brothers and sisters in these locations to get all together for four days. It's just such a wonderful opportunity for fellowship, encouragement, strengthening, fresh prophetic promises to come. So really, really, really looking forward to that time. Um, and um, I just want to give you some quick updates on things. I don't want to overload you with information. So I think perhaps the first thing to do 
will be to get old Adam himself up to give us a bit of that. <laughs>